This is Coach Nick. And this is Dr. J. Host of the Free to Be You show, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 to 10 from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear coaching and counseling from many different areas of life. Listen, we laugh, we joke, we cry, but it's all for the sake of empowering the listener. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to catch the Free to Be You show. Jump in. All right, everybody, jump in, jump in, jump in. Listen, we are looking forward to our show this evening, and uh, hopefully we are getting ready to be a uh, complete blessing to somebody out there uh, as we get ready to discuss uh, parenting in 2023. Is it the same? Listen, I am Dr. J. And I'm Coach Nick. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got some special guests that are with us tonight, and we are going to share, we're going to laugh, and we're going to have some good information that is going to come across these airways so that you can be blessed. Listen, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll introduce our guests, and then we'll go forward. All right? I'll see you in just a second. Let's go. Yeah. 
Listen, that was Voice of Fire with Joy. This is a uh, a group. They did a, um, a, a Netflix original mm-hmm. uh, show where they were trying to pick everybody for the actual um, uh, choir. The choir. And so mm-hmm. now they're starting to put out their music and stuff. And so Pharrell helped produce them. It's a great uh, show, great song, great gospel choir. Love to hear them. So we're back and we are dealing with parenting in 2023. Ooh. Is it the same? Listen, I, um, you know, if I just had to say it on top, I would absolutely say no. Um, We've got our special guest with us uh, tonight, and I just want them to introduce themselves, and then we'll go ahead and get started. I'm going to start to my left. Tell the people who you are. Hello. My name is Dr. Joy Avery. And that's real doctor. That's not, you know, (laughs) that's not the... um, let me contribute $50 to your organization and you give me a plaque. That's, this is earned, doctor. And so we are excited to have her online with us. huh? It's not I'm going to pay you $500? Well, I mean, some of them you can give them $50 donation to their nonprofit and they can give you um, one. But, you know, okay. I mean, it is what it is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we have got somebody over to my right. I can't wait for y'all to hear him talk tonight. And Ooh. so... Let's get into it. Introduce yourself to the people. Mm. I am a good friend of Mr. Corey Jackson, <laughs> Robert Bridges, and I am not a doctor. <laughs> I'm here anyway. So thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, so 
We are looking at uh, parenting in 2023, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw a, um, uh, um, I guess, a little TikTok video where the guy was saying, you know, everybody always talking about how they had to drink out of a water hose. Did y'all not have a faucet? And so the lady comes on and says, sir, you just don't understand. We were not allowed back in the house. Man, <laughs> listen. Once we left out the house, that was not it. You had to be hurt to get back in the house. That's you know? it. Uh, and so, you know, it's a little different than when we grew up as it is now. And so we wanted to discuss that because a lot of parents are wanting to parent in our today as mm. we were parented back in the 80s and 90s. And some of those methods are not working. Uh, And so we've got clashes with mothers and daughters, sons and fathers, uh, to where nobody wants to eat dinner with each other no more. Everybody got their own space, their own room, doesn't want to come home, all this other stuff. So we want to see if we can offer something today uh, that may be of a great resource or suggestion for people to be able to gravitate to so that we can help a have a healthy home. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that uh, we had started doing with our uh, children, and we can kind of start off right off in there, uh, is that we started offering free moments. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because our children deal with so much stuff that growing up in our day we never even dreamed of. And so they deal with so much stuff nowadays that we give them free moments so that they can speak their mind or say what's on their minds without mm-hmm. being taxed, without us coming back at them uh, with any kind of uh, repercussions to their actions or what their, their words. And that. So we give free moments, man. And uh, I want to ask you guys your, your opinion about that. Um, what do you guys think about in trying to raise this new generation of children and giving them free moments to be able to speak their mind openly? I'll start with you, <laughs> Dr. Joy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's interesting that things that happened in the past, we just repackage it. So um, my, I was raising kids in the 90s and 2000s. And um, it wasn't a free moment. They just knew their mom. Mm-hmm. And so we, to this day, they're young adults. We freely speak to one another. But even in those free moments, I still held a level of respect right. mm-hmm. that they had to hold for me. So, you know, one time my 24-year-old, uh, I, I told him he could say a bad word. And he was like, I can say it. I can say it for real. Real mama, I can say it. <laughs> say it. Because he wanted to say it. He was upset and he needed to that. get it out. Yeah. And I said, go ahead and say it. You're not gonna get, I'm not going to get in trouble. And even in that moment, he went in the room with his brothers and sisters. And he said everything he wanted to say. But he wouldn't say it in the room with me. Yeah. And so as much as I love the idea of a free moment with your kids, mm-hmm. you still want to give them, you still want to keep, that parental parent distance and then i don't mean a distance where it's a void right i just mean that little that level of respect mm-hmm. you know because when it was our parents you couldn't say it no you can't say it no at all <laughs> and, at you, all. Better and you better go pray no. about that yeah right. depending on how you were raised you know mm-hmm. and so i would allow it but they knew their mama they knew how far they could go and to this day i still have that respect being someone that comes from my most recent gig was a high school assistant principal, um, where we were dragging girls off of their mamas. I wow. see how far 
this freedom can go if you don't do it with a level of temper, which I'm sure y'all are doing, but do it with a level of still demanding and keeping that respect as the parent in the home. We Man. can't lose that. Was that was that Rick Ross pushing to the limit? <laughs> yeah, it was. Because <laughs> they will push you to your limits. Man. Rob, what do you think about this this free moment thing, man? Allowing them to be able to voice their you know thoughts and concerns without being you know beat up for it. <laughs> I got a little bit different of a perspective. Okay, uh, because only because I deal with my kid, and my kid is a little bit different. My kid is very she's stubborn, and she's in her ways a lot. So I agree with what we're being discussed right now, but my kid, you give her and she'll give to check them out. She's going to say at least 17 cuss words <laughs> <laughs> before you got to reel her back in. I'm saying, hey, man, like that Kevin Hart thing was, hey, man, I told you to say one cuss word. You said 76. So it's like <laughs> my kid is just different. Now, my kid is, is a great kid, but I do agree with giving them a, a place to where they can just express themselves freely. Mm-hmm. So they can just talk without having to worry about, like you said, getting hit in the mouth or, you know, yeah. something's going to happen to them. I let my kid, for the most part, do that. But it has to be boundaries, like she said. It has mm-hmm. to be boundaries. Man, listen, Coach Nick, I got a question, man, because, listen. For me? Yeah, because, you know, um, <laughs> as as the counselor, because mm-hmm. um, you see so many flashes of greatness with our children. You know, <laughs> and and we see their uh, ability to do and perform and mm-hmm. who they could be. And then we see that other side of them that, you know, whole Ooh. Dr. Ooh. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, like, I, I don't know whether to take you for ice cream or strangle you because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like on this side, you're doing great. But on this side, man, I don't I don't necessarily know what I'm doing, man. So. In this in this healthy balance, and even in doing you know free moments and stuff, you know mm-hmm. how how do we how do we listen or get to the place to where we can hear them out without them being afraid of us? Because this new generation is all about respect, and I don't know what meeting they had in heaven in, womb, in the in sky. The it was like, in the womb. Like for real, every single one of them think the exact same. That doesn't matter how grown you are. doesn't matter if you're mom and father. It, it's a respect factor. And you got to respect me before I respect you. And, and that ain't the way I was raised. Like, like they didn't have to. I don't have to. Man, they didn't care if we respect them. She said, I'm, I'm, I don't respect her. She was talking about someone else. I don't respect her. Her respect is earned. And I said, baby, you're 14. Yeah, I, and you yeah. deserve the respect that every human being deserves. But she also deserves the respect that every human being deserves. Right. So whereas, yes, respect to a certain degree is earned, every human being should have a level of respect right. that's assigned to them. Right. And just saying that to her, she brought it back because that was she literally told me that's what mama taught me. You know, respect is earned. But we got to start at it somewhere. We and even have if your respect level is how I talk to you. Right. You know, um... Cause man, <laughs> boy, <laughs> they don't know how to. They don't know how to talk. They don't know to how to talk to nobody. And, Not at all. And so, I, Coach Nick, how do we? How do we get around this? How do we create, you know, that healthy space? I sat my so, daughter down one time. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I sat my daughter down one time after one of her soccer practices, and I and uh, my kid has a habit of like when she doesn't want to be coached, but she loves the game, and the coaching. Is a long is, is a part of the game. So, mm-hmm. 
uh, I was like, hey, get back on defense, get back on defense. Here's my child. I am. <laughs> Look here, man. I went on the I went on the field, grabbed her by her underarm pit. Oh no! And walked off to the side. So let's just let's just have a discussion. Oh, I didn't even get on. I said, let's just have a discussion. I said, do you know how this, how this like makes me look in front of all these people? Yeah. Like, you don't know how to act, and you know how to act. And you're banking on me not having, you're banking on me not giving you discipline out here in front of all these people, and I will. I think, though, um, here's, you know. here's what we had that they don't have today. If mama and daddy said it in our house, then when we got to school, we had the same set of rules. Correct. And when we got to church, we had the same set of rules. And we live in a world now where everybody allows so much stuff to go on, man, that it shapes our kids, right? So you have to know each one of your kids. Um, And you do see greatness a lot of times. You know, we got four, and some days I love them, and the next five minutes I want to strangle them. (laughs) But you, I mean, it's a literal thing, but you have to understand it's because the world is shaping them different. Listen, whether it was Miss Susie on the corner or, or Miss Betty two streets over, your mama at the house, the the lady at the church, they all live by the same set of rules. And if your mama said no, then that's what Miss Betty and Miss Judy and, you know, the other people said. You know, it was, you know, so that was. That was a rhythm, whereas we live in a world now where uh, the school would tell them that certain things is okay, and then you get home and say, we don't live like that, but then the kid becomes perplexed and don't know where. And that's where, you know, and I'd be very honest with this whole free moment thing. This free moment thing started um, long, long, long while back for me. <laughs> um, and that's because, um, and thank God I'm not a single parent anymore, but as a single mom, I, my kids saw things differently. Mm-hmm. And so you have to open up and allow them to the space to say, man, tell me what you're feeling without worrying about whether or not I'm going to whoop you. Yeah. There's this, you know, you you don't want to be your child's friend, but if you are going to rear them and if they are going to trust you, you got to show yourself friendly. Right. Um, they have to know that they can trust you because it's, it's some people out there in the world that's ready to take them in and trust them and show them all kind of stuff. Um, and so what do we do? There has got to be a healthy balance of just be you. Can I be honest? There have been times where I had to tell um, uh, our children, man, listen, this is this is a free moment, and you're not going to get in trouble for this moment. And listen, when you say it, Dr. Joy, you got to be ready for what them kids are going to oh, say. Yeah. Man, listen. Because uh, uh, oh, yeah. they, they whoo, you have to be ready. You know, you, you got you to be ready to our kids in particular. You got to be ready. Them two youngest on both ends of the spectrum, you get them a free moment, just be ready for what's going to come out <laughs> their mouth. Um, you know, that youngest boy and that youngest girl, we get praying. Um, but 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 it gives them the opportunity to completely open up in a safe environment, and then you know how to pull them back in. You know, I'm a daddy's baby. There were certain things I wasn't seeing do in front of my daddy, and at 45, I won't, cause cause that was that's that's how he reared. It. That's my mm-hmm. level of respect. But then I wasn't so open to all of this stuff that happens in the world and in the school and in the stuff either. I didn't have to fight against the stuff that kids have to fight with nowadays. So it was easy for him to pull me in and say, no, nah, we don't do that. We don't act like that. Well, if you say that to your child and they go to school and they're learning something different, now they go back and say, 
Um, man, mom and daddy just don't understand me. And then there comes a break in your relationship. Listen, me and my kids, uh, we absolutely clown at home. But there's a level of respect that they know when we get on the other side of that, that door that we, we don't do no clowning. Because we, at, you know, Dr. J tell them all the time, now listen, y'all, y'all not just out here uh, representing y'all, y'all represent me. And so don't be out here, you know, wilding out. Mm-hmm. I tell my kids and, you know, somebody listening going to say, oh, my God, her kids cuss. Listen, kids cuss. Oh yes, they right. cuss. Man, when I true. when I was their age, and I, they don't curse, they cuss. Yeah, cuss. they cuss. Yeah. Um, um, when I when I was their age, I cussed. My hey. mom and daddy didn't hear me cussing. I asked my daughter one time. Uh, she said I cussed at school. Uh, you did she tell you? Yeah, she told me. You know, our kids will laugh like we crazy. They won't tell us. Yeah. Uh, but I know they do. So here's my thing to them. Listen to me. If an adult ever catch you cussing, I'm gonna pull your bone out your neck. <laughs> Because, right. because don't embarrass me. Mm. So you have you have to give them this level of man. I know you're gonna be a kid, and any parent that's not willing to say man, I know, I know they what they gonna do as a kid because I know I know where they came from. Right. Now we thank the Lord for all things, and He covered some, and He My got away Lord. some. He did what He did. Watch out. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go uh, too far. <laughs> however, you know, you know, because them boys came from. <laughs> so hold on. Um, so you have to give them this level. We cannot rear kids the way we rear them. And I hear you saying, um, you know, there's this level of respect. Listen, and 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 there's no right or wrong way. It's what mm-hmm. worked for your house, right? Exactly. But mm-hmm. when I give. My kid, especially them girls, because they touched, and I don't. It didn't come from me. It came from the other way. Wasn't by an angel. Um, um, and so when I give them a free moment, I have to be ready for what that free moment is going to be. Kids deal with things where they deal with this certain level of anger and certain level of anxiety and 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 certain level of um. Um, feeling like they're alone and by themselves. And, man, we don't understand that because we've never been there. You know, even when sometimes in, in children that I've counseled, you know, or whatever, man, you get those kids in a familiar, comfortable setting, and it allows them to open up and be themselves. Right. Because if you get angry enough and you start saying enough words, now I know where to go get you and pull you back from. Mm-hmm. Yes. But if I'm always saying, no, no, you bet not. I'm, I'm going to hit you if you, you bet not. And you can allow them to do that. Um, and they still, they still respect and honor who you are. But now you can't be their friend. You can't, you can't, you can't, you know, a lot of things I think that we fight as parents who really want the best of their children is the fact that there are parents that are out there that have a hundred percent become their, their children's friend. Some of the stuff that our kids tell us that they friends are able to do with their parents wow. completely blows me. And so our kids are looking at this as they're growing up and trying to find their way. So then you have to find a ha- happy median. And the happy median is, I don't want to be your friend, but I want to show myself friendly so that I can see exactly where you are to see where to pull you in from. Because if you show yourself friendly, then even when they fall, they'll come tell you about the fall, right? A real situation is, um, and I tell people all the time um, um, that, that God know when to get them girls a daddy. Because I, because I was a single parent, Joe, I'm hoy. Mm-hmm. I'm hoy and I'm no and I'm don't ask me and I'm them not your little friends and don't ask me if you can go and no they can't come over here. That, that's me. Mm-hmm. Like people kill me with that little friend part. You, <laughs> them not your little friend. No. Right. But then there came there came enough balance in the house to say, but man, you gonna have to you gonna have to let them bump their heads sometimes. 
<laughs> I'm like, no, because if you give them an inch, take them out. They're gonna be three miles up the road, <laughs> and you'll be trying to whittle them back in. Um, and so you have to. And I'm learning that. That's something that I'm even learning now. That you have to give them a healthy balance and let them decide. You have to trust that what you gave them was enough. But you have to show yourself friendly. So that even when they fall, you know, in a bad place, I oftentimes say, and I'm going to give this back to you. I oftentimes say, you know, our oldest girl has had a stint that I'm, I'm praying to God. Whenever she tell the testimony, I'm going to tear up whatever church we're in. Just know that. But anyway, um, she's had a stint that she was comfortable enough eventually coming to us about because we showed ourselves friendly. Yeah, these, um, <clears throat> I will say, listen, these, these free moments have allowed me to learn so much um, that they would normally keep quiet about. Mm -hmm. um, but giving them the platform to be able to say, hey, this is where I am, mm -hmm. uh, allows you as a parent. Because sometimes mm -hmm. we, we parent in a direction that does not necessarily grow into a place <clears throat> of being conducive to bless the kid. Mm -hmm. And so asking them what's on you or what's going on mm -hmm. allows us to now create a plan that allows us to pull them in. And so as uh, Coach Nick was saying, you know, she hardcore. She like, now, 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 now. And so in <laughs> our free moments, um, because I, I have to talk to – the older girls different than I talk to my younger boys. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I discovered that um, they wasn't as suburban as their mama thought they were, <laughs> I had to kind of come in and father differently. And I noticed that in fathering them differently, I, I, I stopped being Mr. Corey and I started being dad. So now the text messages and the phone calls are now, hey, dad, or they'll text and say, dad, what you doing? Where it used to be Mr. Corey, mm -hmm. you know, how you doing? And so now I see that the relationship has now shifted. And now that the relationship has shifted, then my hand can be different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I gave them a, enough safe enough space for them to be able to say, listen, I can trust you. Mm-hmm. And so if that's their language, we talk about love languages and relationships all the time, but our children have one, too. And so mm -hmm. we got to be able to address them according to the language that they speak so that we can be on the same playing field, the same okay. platform. Because if not, I'm always talking here. They're always talking here. We don't never understand each other. Mm -hmm. And it's always a fight. Mm -hmm. um, what possible love language could a child have? The same ones we have. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sitting over here confused. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. so there are. I will. I will say there's a lot to be said. Um, there's so many things that I wanted to to speak to. Um, so when you when you're an educator, one of the things they teach you in the very beginning is um, child development, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so children develop somewhat in similar stages. But what has happened is child development, as we were taught it in our teaching education courses, mm -hmm. has changed because of the insertion of media. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. we have media. We had, you know, BET and, 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 and MTV raps and whatever else. Yeah, okay, we had <laughs> that. Uh, little Donnie Simpson at night, if you could stay up late enough to watch that. You know, that so we... So we had our thing, our media and the things that we saw, and we did what we did. And, and I'm never 
So working in high school for three years was the best thing for me because I got to see, um, and I'm going to share, it's so many things I want to say. I'm going to stay on that vein, but I just want to, because on our way here, mm-hmm. um, now that some of my kids have graduated last year, I can follow them on social media because they're adults. Uh-huh. And so, um, and they allowed me to follow them on social media. And I was looking at a story of one of my students and I'm looking at this table at Starbucks. So right before they graduated, a couple of the kids went to a church service in Fort Worth. I wish I could name the name of the, the ministry. It's not a church. It's a ministry. They went to this ministry. A couple of the kids got saved, right? Saved in Jesus. Mm-hmm. From there, um, a couple of more kids got saved. And then a couple got baptized. And then it became this progression. And I'm saying all that to say I went into the lunchroom one day. And, and this was, a, you know, a pretty tough school. Mm-hmm. And I went into the lunchroom one day, and I see the, the first boy that got saved sitting there with his Bible open, like the Lord's Supper table. And all these kids are sitting around with actual Bibles, not their phones, like a lot of us do at church. They had their actual Bibles. And this young man was leading them in Bible study. So today on the way over here, I'm looking at my story, and one of the young women, because she's graduated now, she's grown, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. one of the young women posted, and they were at Starbucks, and they were all sitting around this table with their Bibles out waters and, and doing them sitting at the table <laughs> actually pretty dope. having bible study yeah this is something that started that they led and that they started so one thing i would i would say is that respecting and giving your kids boundaries is a good thing because what we're doing is we're establishing in them trust because right. that's the whole point of parenting we're trying to get grown people out of the house mm-hmm. and hopefully if we're doing it right we're gonna we're gonna raise a generation of saved children Mm-hmm. Right. You know, people who can go back and win the world for Christ. So that's what we're trying to accomplish here in this in this business of raising children. And so to see that these babies on their own, I don't know the parental involvement. I don't know a lot of that. And mm-hmm. some of it I do and I can't share. But the fact that these kids on their own as adults now that's are having good. Bible study at Starbucks, giving them those boundaries, trusting them, and continually going what you're doing when you're telling your daughter no and and jacking her up off of the field those things matter because the daddy who doesn't say a word you know you're letting things go and then you will get to be friends with them and then you will send your child to school they're riding to the car in the car with you smoking weed on the way to school no that never happened we can say Listen. We, okay. <laughs> yes, you can. So they, they in the car smoking weed on the way to school, and then yeah. when you get to the metal detectors, you blowing up the whole spot. You know, yeah. and, and and you learn. You know, and as administrator, you learn that some of that is not the baby; is the the parents. Learn dropping them off. Yeah. And so, if Mama smokes with me, if Mama clubs with me, if Mama goes and and dances out in the club with me, if Mama's running the same group of men that I'm running, okay. Uh-oh. When we have all of that going on. Then we go from free moments to just free. I almost said uh, something that I shouldn't say. Free living. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just I like free how you living. That. <laughs> and so, and then when you start free living, that's when you leave your. You're giving your child up mm-hmm. because what happens is that child becomes an adult that is going to have to deal with real consequences in the adult world. Yeah. And so to see these babies graduate and the real consequences they're dealing with are sitting there having word and Bible study, not a not a grown old adult in the building. It's all them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I have hope for this upcoming, each upcoming generation, mm-hmm. because God is never going to leave us. And right. so it's parents that have the open heart and the open mind to see, okay, I can't slap them in the mouth every time they cuss. I'm going to let them say some things sometimes, but I'm going to teach them. But mm-hmm. I want to add this one piece. A lot of the mistakes that I feel I made as a parent were in modeling. So mm-hmm. y'all not allowed to cuss. 
around me. And they still have that respect where they won't curse around me. Mm-hmm. But and, and for my kids, whole first few years of life, because we were very, very churchy, they never heard me say a cuss word. But, you know, after divorce happens and after life happens and you're single parenting now, oh, I got free. <laughs> and then I start saying whatever, whatsoever. Right. And right. from that point, they started hearing words come out of my mouth and they're, oh. Yeah. So yeah. now what am I modeling for them? Mm-hmm. Now going back, now going back, I can say, okay, they saw mama go through some things change a little bit in her personality but mm-hmm. then they see mama come back right. and so now they're seeing that there's a natural progression to life mm-hmm. parents make mistakes maybe parents do understand yeah. and that mm-hmm. makes them freer as adults to come to me hey mom i got this problem let me talk to you mm-hmm. yeah and i'm not the hovering mama i'm not mm-hmm. calling them every day i'm not following them around the streets i'm not i mean now we all share our location with each other but we're close-knit like that but i'm not looking at their location and pulling up I got a son that just had a wonderful time in L.A. And (laughs) my youngest baby at that, you know. But, and yeah, I did look. Where is he at? Okay. Lord bless him. (laughs) Because it's my baby and he's in L.A. Y'all know what's in L.A. So, and I'm just, you know, it's my home. Um, I think some of the the basic principles of how we were raised still has to be in place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm not trying to take it to church, but... Just like now, our modern-day church still has basic principles, but it's not the same church our grandmothers went to. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be able to cater it to the time that you're in yes. because what worked 40 years ago won't work today mm-hmm. because the, the method won't necessarily work with the mentality of the people. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to have something that is catered um, to the crowd that you're, you know, speaking to or talking to, which is your our children of today, mm-hmm. and it so it still takes the village. Mm-hmm. It still takes the village. Yes, it um, is. And so we've got to be able to put our children in places for them to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times we try to um, shelter them from certain friends, and that we don't want them to be with these friends and X, Y, and Z. Here's what I learned um, just this past week is that um, one of our daughters have had um, a little friend that she has been fond of for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, If you go to say anything negative about this friend, she'd flip. Um, Mm -hmm. If she couldn't get in contact with this friend, she'd flip. Mm -hmm. Um, At times when she was in a hurt position, that was the one she ran to. Mm-hmm. And so one thing led to another, and they fell out with each other. Mm-hmm. Like this was her ace. This was her rock, her, yeah. her, her, her leaning post. But when they fell out with each other, she had to figure out how to survive without her. Mm-hmm. When she figured out how to survive without her, here it is four or five months later, the same person comes back in the picture. And they try to rekindle the friendship, but now the friendship ain't like it used to be. Mm -hmm. Because now I've learned I no longer need you. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we try to shelter our children too much, but we got to let them learn of what they can deal with, what they can handle, what they can't handle, and how to be able to survive in these areas because you're going to get grown and you're not going to have friends that's going to stick with you. You're not going to have people that you fall in love with that's going to stay with you. You're not going to have that. And so if you can't handle it now, 
under supervision, you're going to lose your mind when you get out there by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of these things, man, these free moments, I'm telling you, it has helped a whole lot because I was blinded to the fact of what I needed to do as a father, especially walking into a blended family, walking into children that were already teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know, society, life has already started putting right. their hands on it to mold them. And so how dare I come in with extreme changes because that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So I had to listen mm-hmm. to you. And then I had to start <laughs> chopping this cake up, you know. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, once you take enough pieces off of it, it's no longer a cake. What kind of cake was it? <laughs> <laughs> Serious. It had buttercream icing, though. I'll okay, tell you that right that, now. That'll work. Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> I think that these things are very important. Listen, can I can I say this and not be taxed? That mm. <clears throat> I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. I don't know, just, but I'm just, nervous. Um, just say it. Hold on, don't listen to Rob. As a father, mm-hmm. one of the hardest things for me to do was listen to my daughter say who she was in love with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I, is that easy to say? Mm-hmm. Very easy to no, say. That, that's <laughs> Very easy to say. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to I make sure that I keep it <laughs> in the right may, perspective. I think we may be in a similar situation. Yeah, you know, uh, and I'm like, that's your preference? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm and then showing me pictures, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, okay. Ooh. Well, how do you feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> you go in the closet and start just. Just, oh my gosh! Oh. Yeah. And and at this stage, um, because uh, that that attraction um, is absolutely um, has presented itself so strongly mm-hmm. uh, in our communities that even if you don't like it, you still have to learn how to accept portions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. You you teach what is right and wrong, and then you got to let them decide what's right for them for the moment Mm -hmm. you know it's just like any sports you know you can coach a team however you want to coach a team Mm -hmm. but when them players hit that court or that field they're going to run the play how they feel like it needs to be ran right um so now as parents you know we're in the same boat (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like it even if i don't like it i cannot just jump in and rip you from it because it's going to throw you somewhere else Mm -hmm. now our house is in a complete tailspin because Mm -hmm. i'm trying to Force you not to do something, and if you anything like me, if mm. the very thing you try to stop me from doing, is the very thing I'm, I'm running to. Right, that just became my. I don't know, Rob, if you had them kind of issues because I think you have. You I, have I, a little I, girl. I have a little girl. She's 13, and I love her to life, man. She is my lifeline. She really is. She she made me get my stuff together, right? But he says stuff. <laughs> real good. I you did, did good? good. Yeah, you did good. Shout out to Melody wherever you at. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'm dealing with some similar situations like that. Uh, what's helped my kid, to be honest, man, is that me and her mom we put her in therapy, like mm-hmm. with an actual yeah. professional counselor, yeah, to let her vent and let her talk to somebody outside of us. Yeah, and even the counselor said. And she went to counseling, well, to, to the therapist for about what, eight nine months, mm-hmm. somewhere somewhere along those lines, and uh, I, I we did see a change in some of her behavior. It's because, like we discussed, when we're playing Madden all the time on mm-hmm. the, on the game or whatever, like you said, you got social media, 
Yeah. You got online bully. I don't know what online bullying is because I'm used to having a bully in my face and you just smack them. But uh, you okay. got that. You got pressures from the outside. Uh, I don't know what these kids are dealing with. YouTube. Time. YouTube. <laughs> you can you you can access everything online now. There's no filter for nothing. My kids still have parental controls on her phone. Amen. And she's 13. Mm-hmm. And and Google said, well, we can't do it. I said, yes, yes, you can. Absolutely. You absolutely can. I, and I still monitor. Me and her mother still monitor her phone. We look at text messages. We grab phones in the middle of the night. Who are you talking to? Yes. Mm-hmm. We yeah. do all that. <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, it's a lot of pressures. But therapy has really, really helped my child. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of I think a lot of us, since we didn't grow up knowing about therapy, what was our, what was the, what was the slogan? Whatever's in our house, stay in our house. Stay in our house. house. Don't tell our business. <clears throat> no, tell the business. Yeah. <laughs> because what's wrong with that face? that can be a toxic trait. You yeah. don't know what's going on. You don't yeah. know what they're dealing with. Yeah. It could be an uncle touching somebody. It could be you know an auntie acting a fool with a kid and mm-hmm. being physically abusive. You don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just I say, put your kids in therapy. Yes. <laughs> I, I, believe I mean, are, I believe uh, in it. Them days of sweeping stuff under the rug are long gone um, because you cannot get mad for somebody being uh, unbalanced on a rug that's got a whole lot of stuff up under it. You know. Yeah. So listen, we we've had this conversation about free moments, and we're getting ready to take a break. And we're going to come right back. So don't y'all leave and go nowhere. We have some more stuff coming up in just a minute. All right? Free to be you. We'll be right back. Can I talk to you? I know you got some questions. What's the hardest thing you're going through? Let's talk about it. Talking about mountains. Talking about pain. Talking about my life. When will it change? Talking about all things. God can do all things. My nights, I lose my way And my dreams have been erased Talking about all things I said I can do all things I understand I know things that will always be easy So it's good to know I'll never let you down Talking about all things All the big and the small things I'm so sure I can do all things
All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Jump in um, to our parenting in 2023 that we found um, here recently that is really, really different, right? Well, we haven't really found recently that it's really different, but we know at least four of us up here know for sure that it is not the same thing um, as we were talking about. Not we left the same. At all. I was scared of my daddy. I was yeah, yeah. Man. yeah, I was scared of mine too. Let me tell you, yeah. you have to you have to put these kids in chokehold for them to be scared. And Let me tell you that right now. Play. Listen, if he say we leaving at six oh five, the truck was going out the yard at six oh five. You had one leg in the door or not, he didn't care. Six oh five, he leaving. That's just what that is. <laughs> you know, now you tell your kids six oh five, we leaving. They just not getting ready at six oh five. My kid come dragging out the room like we we still finna go. Yes. <laughs> and at six thirty, we're in the truck and yeah. they saying, wait a minute, I. Left something I gotta go back. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, le- I left my AirPods. Yeah, I, I, I was. Like one of my students told me, "Well, I've used up all my talking chips." Oh, the, the student said that. Yes, and she was setting a boundary, a firm boundary, which I respected, and I let her not speak, <laughs> allowed her to have her moment, her quiet place, because Ooh. that's how we deal with 2023 young people. <laughs> 
Wow, man. Well, I'm glad I'm not in education. So that means God bless you. for normal. Listen, I, listen, <laughs> yeah. I tried the normal. education field. And uh, I was working out there at uh, an elementary school. I'm not going to say their name. But I was working out there. And um, one of the um, first graders, I told them, I said, hey, stop jumping on the windowsill. Come down mm-hmm. and get back over here and eat your breakfast. And she looked at me. She said, you short. You short. She, you just looked me up and down. You were short. Listen, <laughs> ma'am, listen, I'm only here helping out the school. I'm not licensed by the state. I'll snatch you. Don't play with me. <laughs> I knew then I'm not cut out for the school district because right. that's not going to work for me. I don't, you know, I know that um, these babies need a whole lot. And, and this is a, a subject that should be on its own show. Um, <clears throat> but in that educational field, Mm-hmm. The educators in urban settings cannot teach the exact same way and they're not as free mm-hmm. as they are in other upper echelon districts. Um, Can we the, say the districts? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> um, it's not the same. Uh, and so no matter how much you try to make it the same, and even with standardized testing, I disagree with because you can't standardize the test if you can't standardize the education field. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but our children are in a place to where they absolutely need us because life keeps telling them that they don't. Mm -hmm. Life keeps telling them that they don't. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I lived a life where um, my respect level for my mother and father to the day they went to their grave never knew I was a part of a game. Mm Mm-hmm. Never brought that stuff home. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't show up at my doorstep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I never allowed those two worlds to cross paths. At this point, man, these, these kids, they don't, they they don't, don't care. necessarily care. They don't our, think. Our daughter struggled so bad um, because uh, the school that she's in, they have a weed problem. Mm-hmm. And so the principals know that and they can't stop it. You know, it's in the bathrooms, they in the hallways with it, they they can't stop it. And so our daughter would be late for class because she would use the restroom way on the other side of the school. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then by the time she gets back, she's marked late, and so now she's in trouble, and now we're getting phone calls and emails and stuff, and then we had to figure out why. Because that mm-hmm. was a life that she that she was a part of but no longer wanted to be a part of no more. Mm-hmm. And so she distanced herself from that. But what do you do when it's all around you? And, 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 and this is where uh, you can parent as much as you can. You can teach as much as you can. You can say right from wrong as much as you can. Um, but majority of the time, our children during the school year are with us less time than they are at the school. That's, That's true. And so the school and their friends and everything else has a greater influence on their life. Mm-hmm. And so no matter how much we say, no, nah, this ain't what you need to do, this ain't the life, you know, put that down, don't do this, but then all the friends as popular is doing it. And because you want to make sure that you fit in, then you start conforming to the way that the popular kids are doing, and we will almost lose you if we don't find a way to reach you. And so, go ahead. Well, I was about to say, you know, when we were talking in the beginning of the show and I was saying because our kids are, they're they're open to so much stuff at the school or wherever they are mm-hmm. uh, because uh, Dr. J was talking about our daughter and some of the things that she fell into. Some of, So some of the 
uh, preventive measures that she started to take. Well, because of the situation, they gave her this slip so that she could use the restroom in the nurse's office. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks later, they took it away and forced her to go back into the same situation. So then you're in this. mm -hmm, She came home one day and said, they told me I couldn't have it no more and I had to go back. So then they forced you back into this situation, which is why I say you have to show yourself friendly with your children so that you can know that, man, if you're forced back into a situation and you fall, listen, I got you. Um, with with our, our other daughter, you know, there was a thing she kept saying, well, you're not going to love me, you're not going to love me. Listen, man, I'm your mama. Right. Whatever it is, like, I'm going to love you, but it's because the world has a greater. And, you know, don't let them be in sports. And three of our four always got a sport, something going on. Yeah, right. um, and so don't let them be in sports. So not only are you at school for eight hours a day, you're still at the school for another three or four, or if it's a game, you know, even later. And so you have to begin to shape your world around what they know. Right. right? Yeah. Um, you have to. We had a this um, and and I let us get back. But our, our our church had this this youth rally, and so one of our one of our, our oldest daughter is is our usually a church that we have this youth rally, and so you would never forget we had three or four rappers. To mm-hmm. come, uh, Christian rappers to come to the church, and so at the end, the kids are dancing around with him. Listen, my inbox blew up. I don't even <laughs> think I told you that because you crazy. But my <laughs> inbox blew up, um, and I had to explain to people. First of all, if you cannot meet your kids where you at, and if you was mad, you know the world gonna hate me for this. But if you was mad at the dancing that they did at church where they wasn't doing nothing, right. then at home. I let them clown with me, and I clown with them. But we know when we cross the threshold, we don't. Uh, why? Because, you know, somebody up here say I don't like, I don't know how to dance, but I like to. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to look this way. Uh, you know, and, and one person on this set, can I just take the opportunity to say that one person on this set used to go out with me quite often, so they'll know the one that say I can't is an absolute storyteller, but it's okay. Um, can't you dance? Man, uh, listen, Rob, so, Rob, so don't, don't do this. Doctor, We're talking about Dr. Kids. Joy. <laughs> can We're talking about the children. The fact oh. That, you know, Coach Nick can yes. line dance. No, no, that's she not all. That's all we got to do right now, though. She, line she dance. can line dance. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Press pause outside of that, you know, that's kind of where we draw the line at. So. Okay, so press pause really quick. Okay, Dr. So. Joy? No, 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 you no. Can just just kids, Hold on. You can just attest that I can line dance. Because me and Dr. Joy rarely did line dance. Now, we're not going to tell y'all our business, but that's just all, and the Lord loves us. Now, anyway, Look we're back Dr. to these Joy kids. Face. She's like, I don't want to be a part of this. That's it's it. under the blood. And that's why I said we're not telling our business, but it's okay. However, Jesus um, listen. <laughs> And you know, you know, and all of it ain't necessarily got to be under the blood. Because if all you doing is Holy Ghost dancing, and all you listening to is I plead, I plead the blood, then your your life need a little flavor. Let me just say that. Give your life some flavor. I'm glad you said that. Give, you, give your life some flavor. But we're not talking about that today. I just thought I helped. <laughs> um, you know, give your life a little balance. Um, but anyway, but you, we have to know. So I got, I caught a lot of flack. Because people were saying, oh, my God, they were dancing in front of the church. And what you, well, I mean, a pastor of the church got up and did half of his rap. Because you <laughs> have to show the people that you, you have to show these kids that you can be relatable. You yeah. know, like there was a, a time where, and, and I can be honest enough to say, man, I counsel kids. And I counsel their parents. And I know how to tell the parent what to do. But you can always dish out more than you can take. So there was a point where I started to lose the girl. 
And I'd be honest enough to say that the youngest girl, now that oldest girl, you know, we, we pulled it on back together. But that youngest girl, we're just now coming back. But it's because I had made so many mistakes that I didn't want them to make that the answer was always no and them not your friends and you can't have company and don't ask me can they come and God forbid this world we live in where these parents will say do you know that there are kids that have been to my house a hundred times and I ain't never seen their mama wow ain't never heard from they just, they just you know and so my thing is always you know can they come because my kids know you know up until you know we got this balance they couldn't go nowhere no not nowhere right um, I, I but I'm, I'm doing better. The I Lord got, got me, and I'm doing I got better. You. Um, but um, and so <laughs> we, we, but they would say, "Well, they they gonna come over here," and I say, "Okay, well, is they mama gonna come?" And I look up, and kids would just be in my living room, baby. Who is your mama? Right. Right. Where they where they said they'll be back at such and such a time. And then the mothers would call and say, well, if it's okay with you, they can spend the night. Baby, come get your kids. She can't <laughs> sleep over here. Yeah. And what kind of games y'all playing? Right. Because my, right. my kid right. can't do that. And so they fight with so much stuff. But you have to um, know how to give them balance right dr j was talking about how um he lived this life um of being in a gang and his parents never knew man listen i done i i did i did some stuff i did it's all under the blood like dr joy said <laughs> but I, I i i i did some stuff did some things man listen I would my daddy would tell me good night and and i would lock my bedroom door and go out right the window. window yeah i i i and was and, and the whole time I was doing it, I was saying, "Now, Lord, don't you let me get caught because it's going to embarrass my daddy." I was a boy outside. You, well, you wasn't a boy outside. Not if, for if, you. Yeah, you not for I mean. me because I was. <laughs> you know, I don't know this new generation of kids and what they do because I was scared. We all just bailed out windows. Yes. When we were young because I thought Listen. I was just bad. <laughs> no, I, I, I never did. did. You didn't. I never, I never did. You didn't, you didn't pick no girl up. No, listen, man. I was, I was. If 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 my mom and daddy say get in the house, that's where I was at until the next morning. Unbelievable. I didn't. Oh, no, now I'm telling you the truth. I didn't. I didn't. Play, but I, I grew up in Highland Hills. We had burglar balls. Wasn't no climbing out of windows. Oh, Wasn't no climbing out of windows, man. I didn't. No, he he said he didn't. He was in jail. He was in jail. He had burglar balls. You know, um, um, and you know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily climbing out to be with a boy. Because certain no. things that went on when I was young that I was not doing. I wasn't doing it so much so to the point to where, you know, my high school sweetheart, I married. But the first three or four years we dated, I absolutely told him, you go sleep with whoever you want to sleep with because I'm not doing it. Right. You know, it, it was crazy. But anyway, back to, you back know, to what we were talking about. Gotcha. Um, I, um, I would, I would, who do I, am I going to see it? Do I want to see it? Oh, you're going too far. So let me, let me throw this I'm out trying there. To, I'm trying to help somebody. A lot of. A lot you know of, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, what Coach Nick would tell the <laughs> girls that you cannot do this and you cannot do this and I don't want you doing this. You can't go here. You can't go there. Um, but then after our free moment and mm-hmm. I discovered um, that, <laughs> you know, one of our daughters took after her mama. Oh. And she would wait until her mama go into a deep sleep. <laughs> and she had been leaving the house every other night. And had been doing it since she was in the sixth grade. Wow. And I had no clue. So, and she had no clue. And so when I discovered that that had been the pattern, then I said, clearly she knows how to take <laughs> care of herself. <laughs> because she's in the sixth grade at two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. trying to get back home. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it would act. So at this stage, 
And now we're looking at, you know, her being, you know, four or five years later, at Mm -hmm. this stage, clearly she knows how to handle herself. So a little party at an event center ought not be that bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they wanted to go right. yesterday, and I said no. She I, got experience being outside. Yeah. So yeah. Um, once, you know, and, and and like she said, you know, I wasn't going to let them go. Then I talked to them. I'm like, hey, I need some adult information. Once we got some adult information, listen, go out there. Have fun. Before they could even get back home, I was getting text messages saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so here it is um, in a way of understanding who your child is Mm -hmm. and what they are capable of gives you an ability to cater a plan to your house. Our plan may not match y'all's plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And y'all's plan may not work for ours because you know your children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, no matter, you know, what we say on Radio Land, um, we are giving tools to say, listen. Fine-tune your plan so that you can have the best experience with your children that you can possibly have. You know, every 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 house cannot be governed the exact same way. Mm -hmm. You know, because all of the uh, idiosyncrasies of our children are completely different, and so we've got to deal with what they present to us. Mm -hmm. And so we found a plan now that works for us, Mm -hmm. and it's working a whole lot better. Um, where it was a whole bunch of secrecy and a whole bunch of this and a whole bunch of that. Now, man, it's completely free. They they don't mind coming to talk to us or coming to share with us and saying, hey, listen, you know, I'm hurting because X, Y, and Z. I fell in love with somebody and now they don't love me back, you know. Mm-hmm. But at first, they would just have attitudes at the house and you wouldn't know what was going on. <laughs> right. It's like, what is wrong with you? Don't touch me. Like, what? <laughs> Just wake like, up. What is, just wake up. You mad at breakfast. No, in real life. Like, <laughs> or, you know, here's the biggest <laughs> thing. Uh, too much we frosted be, on my What did the bacon do? <laughs> Listen, we could be at a family outing out to eat somewhere with the kids. And in real life, we could all be having a wonderful time. And then one of our kids, she could get one text from somebody. And it would completely yep. shut her down. And we would be like, like, like we didn't do it. Like what is happening? You know. But I gotta say this while it's on my mind because you know I forget. But the counselor in me kind of jumped up and said something. Here is something that is very important when you're learning your kids and learning to deal with them and learning what you can do and learning what you can't. You have to cater whatever um, you come up with around their trauma. Right. A lot of times kids are acting out and we don't know why they're acting out and we just want to live by. They know better. They shouldn't be doing this. They know. And they haven't gotten to a point yet to where they can trust you enough with their trauma. Mm -hmm. And so they're acting out in a way. And and listen, let me look in a camera when I say and beating them is not going to work. Right. Can we try to do beating them? No, it's not going to work. No, no, no. I'm telling you, just listen to me right here. I'm trying to tell you some of them. I, I, some, some of the beatings do work. Rob, it's not if if they are dealing no. with trauma, then I'll it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, I, know, I know it. Does. Yeah, know. yeah. Be, beating them is only be going bad. to teach them. Watch this. Here's the dangerous. Yeah, here's the dangerous bad. truth. They do. Talking about, but I put the belt in holy oil. I, I put it. <laughs> they, do. they hit back. Um, like we yeah. didn't. We didn't hit our parents back. When I saw the first time I saw a little girl. And I'm saying little girl loosely, a, a large adolescent <laughs> female. Right. Like push her large adult female mother down oh. and we dragging her off. Come on now. Yeah. They're hitting you back. Yeah. Like I understand that 
whooping your child is not effective as it used to be, I guess, mm-hmm. for us, because mm-hmm. we were bred by fear a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But on the other hand, if you don't create and establish and maintain and demand boundaries with children, they will whoop your behind. Now, listen. Now, I don't say and don't I whoop I saw them. it with <laughs> your words, with, with my eyes, and yeah. my hands are pulling. Yeah, I'm not more saying than once and don't more than, pull uh, More than this, that family. Yeah, you you listen, listen. I believe <laughs> that if you spread a ride, you're gonna spoil that child, and so I'm not at all saying don't whoop them. Yeah. Um, however, I, I I say this and I stand on it. If you find a child that will blow up to their parent, right. that parent has become a friend and not shown themselves friendly. My kids, listen to me. My kids saw a whole lot of things, but gonna run up on me not one, and and and. And, and and they touch sometimes and not all the time by an angel. You sound my, like uh, your husband. My, you say what? <laughs> you sound like your husband. I'm, I'm just saying. Um, my 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 baby girl. I'll never forget. Maybe two years ago, um, having a whoop her, mm. <laughs> and Rob, she wouldn't cry. That's my child. And so you laying there like, <clears throat> like you mad. Mm. So Doctor Joy, I put the, the belt down because you must be ready for something else. Right. But the minute I put the belt down, she's like, no, 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 no. That's not what I want. We're not doing it. Right, right, so right. you, no, 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 no. Just take the belt back up. I'm going to cry. You know, you know, we can't. So, so that lets me know. I didn't say, but I'm not saying yeah. don't whoop them. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm not saying what you said was correct mm-hmm. from the from the perspective of a counselor, which is mm-hmm. spanking is not going to solve all the problems. Mm-hmm. Not, not anymore. All. And it didn't it didn't solve all the problems with us. It didn't it not. just scared the mess out of us to where we got some act right when they were when they were around and looking. Or right. like Doctor uh Corey said, you just get to the point where you hide it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is correct in that. Yeah. But what when I said that these children are attacking their parents, it's a societal change and shift mm-hmm. that we do need to be aware of. And I don't mean all oh, the kids are coming for us. That's not Mm-mm. what I mean. What I mean is all of us. Because you got mama jumping on the bus to fight the bus driver. That type and of then stuff. telling the other daughter to jump in. And then the other daughter said, let me get some licks. Like, this Man. is a, a family. you Man, know. And, and, and the bus driver's a little old lady. And y'all just beating the mess out of her. You know that's what I mean? Hard. So what I'm getting at is that we're talking about a societal shift where people are standing up for their rights and they're 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 learning how to fight back because we were pressed down and told you better <laughs> i mm-hmm. wish you would right but i wish you would doesn't work anymore Mm-mm. right but we can't beat it out of them no like you said you have to relate to them mm-hmm. but you also have to teach them boundaries and i i keep saying that because parents not y'all but mm-hmm. parents have shifted from ultimate boundaries and cages of us of how we got done to just free living Absolutely. like these kids can say i i know two-year-olds i'm not eating that i don't want that i want that they can hardly speak words right. and you're letting your two-year-old tell you what they're gonna eat so your two-year-old is unhealthy because what is a two-year-old baby gonna want cake and french fries and cookies and chips they don't want broccoli mm-hmm. so the way that our parents said Good morning, you're hungry. Here is your oatmeal. I don't like that. And some of us were stubborn and would sit there and not eat that. So our parents found something we would eat. But you were going to eat that. You weren't going to go get McDonald's because you're two and you told me I'm getting McDonald's. 
But I see parents allowing their two-year-old, literally two, I'm not kidding on this, telling them what they're going to eat today. I Listen. understand an allergy. I understand an aversion. My daughter had a, a, a has an aversion. She's a grown woman, but there are certain textures that she can't have. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't understand it. She wouldn't eat spaghetti, but she would eat lasagna. It's the same thing when I make it. I'm not a chef. So spaghetti and lasagna is the same ingredients. Right. It's just a different noodle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I understood that. At first, I was doing my parents, trying to force her to eat. And she'll sit there and stare at that spaghetti and go hungry. Mm-hmm. So as a parent, you want your child to eat. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm just going to give her what. No, you don't give her what she wants. She's hungry. She doesn't like the palate of spaghetti. Figure out what's wrong. And I think that's where we go wrong as parents. You don't just give them what they want because they ask for it. You figure out why they can't eat spaghetti. Mm-hmm. She's got a problem with how that, how that feels in her mouth. She can't eat that. So I provided her lasagna. Or when it was spaghetti day, I made her sloppy joe. Mm-hmm. She had a sloppy joe. The boys ate spaghetti. Yeah. And I wanted to say that because I think we balance is the key here. Let's not get so, not what y'all are talking about. And I'm saying this because of what I've seen. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is an expression of what I've mm-hmm. seen in the schools, mm-hmm. 16 years in the schools. And I've seen Absolutely. the children are running the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the Bible, it talks about how the children would take over <laughs> and yeah. they would be in charge. And when children are in charge, they don't have the knowledge and the necessary mm-hmm. things that we know to lead correctly. Which is why Man. there are adults. We still have a yeah. place as parents and as adults. We still know things they don't know. Mm-hmm. And we have to hold on to that confidence. I think a lot of parents, they're not bad people. They just don't have the confidence to, to buck up against a child. Mm. And I see that. They you, can't buck up. You were talking right. about the, mm. you know, the food thing. Man, listen. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. What's that? We had Buffalo Wild Wings. And, you know, we order our food. And my youngest daughter gets a um, hamburger with bacon. Now, sound like a great idea. And I'm looking at the burger when it comes to it. I'm like, man, you know, it's got a little grease coming off of it. That's my kind of sandwich right there. Right. Um, however, her bacon, they didn't, they didn't break it up to fit on the hamburger. So it was hanging off the side of the hamburger. Right. She took the whole piece of bacon off the hamburger and put it on the side. And, like, I'm not eating that because it doesn't fit on my hamburger. (laughs) Now, I'm sitting here like. (laughs) (laughs) So you you took the good, perfectly piece of bacon and put it on the table because it didn't fit your hamburger. Next time, just hand it to me. I tell you, I, I teach y'all to stun. I'll show you what to do. <laughs> you get all the bacon. <laughs> Listen, can I tear that bacon and add, put it on there? You know, I'm, I'm not. I, but again, mm-hmm. it's the small stuff that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And even, even with their hamburgers, mm-hmm. they don't even get them with ketchup and stuff on there. Right? It's got to be dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they don't like for they, they stuff to touch mm-hmm. one another. And I, I'm like, man, that is crazy because I get me some baked beans, some mac and cheese, or some yams and mac and cheese. All right. that stuff just going together. I don't really care about it because, you know, I like it like that. Right. But, you know, for, for them, listen, if it's going to be on the plate, it better not touch or they're not eating un- none of it. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it completely turns them somewhere. Else. I'm like, what is this? Like, like simple stuff. This kid's and- weird. <laughs> kid, this kid's weird, man. I know my kid is weird. 
I, look, I, I didn't want to interrupt y'all, but I, look, my kid is weird. My kid will literally, like, we're a big hibachi fans, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we have a little spot in Cedar Hill we go to all the time. I'm pretty sure everybody's been there or whatever. It's called Akita. So uh, she used to call it when she was three years old, she would call it the rice with the fire. Aww. So she used to be scared of it. Now she'd be like, okay, where the, where, where the, where the fire at? Like, what's, what's, what's going on? Y'all taking too long. So uh, my kid ordered sushi this one time before I heard she ordered entree. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, she's, she's, that's the only child crap. You know what I'm saying? That's that, you know. Well, not really because my kids aren't only kids and they eat sushi too. They, yeah, they, but I, they I, didn't, I didn't do it until my kids. I ate it every blue moon, but my kid, she's. No. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what my kid you know. ordered. Go, go for it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, okay. So, long story short, my kid is. Uh, they didn't make her sushi roll right, and I've never seen my kid like really get upset about food that came out wrong. Mm-hmm. So the lady who barely spoke English, I don't want. I don't want to impersonate her. But please don't. <laughs> I ain't trying to get your show canceled. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> but she said uh, she had a question in her native tongue. Mm-hmm. And uh, my child said, I don't know what you're saying, but my, my food wrong. So uh, I need you to take it back. And, you know, if not, you can take it off my daddy's tab. Now, I've never heard my 13-year-old child say nothing like this to nobody else. <laughs> and I was like, I was taken aback, but I was also like, I kind of liked it on the low. <laughs> but, I, but I was like a little bit like, don't be disrespectful with it, though. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like your food, you don't like your food. But, yeah, my kid is just, like y'all say, touched in some areas. <laughs> and we're working on it. You know, we're, 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 we're working on it. Working on it. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say this, and then we're going to go to a different uh, uh-uh. segment. But uh, you were talking about your, your baby ordering sushi. We get to a restaurant. And um, everybody ordering their food. The boys getting mac and cheese and chicken nuggets over here. And I think uh, I got a, uh, some salmon and our baby got a steak or some chicken or something. And the youngest girl was like, I want the lobster. <laughs> yeah, that's my child. <laughs> you want? Every niece. Can I, yeah. can I get the lobster? <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. So I tell her, yeah. And then I'm not going to say, you know, who got You don't have to. Feelings. It's okay. I don't. But I'm, then I they're don't like, mean, you ain't never bought me no lobs. I'm like, man, I mean, we, listen, what we what we do? I mean, I'm not even ashamed. I don't believe she said that to you. <laughs> I did. I was trying to have your back. <laughs> don't do it. I don't embarrass. Okay, you. well, I, okay, well, never mind. You said. So it. you told him to change your order? No, 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 no. I went oh. ahead and let her daddy do what he was gonna do, but I made it very clear that you and I have been going out a long time now, <laughs> and at this one we're married, and you've never taken me out and bought me the lobster. So you getting lobster when? <laughs> Well, you know, that was, that was, we, that was, we, we going to mm, let you stick to, to your planet. expertise with the children because <laughs> right now you're doing magic. Well, you know, I don't know if I agree with Dr. Joyce. You know, my, my, my only, you know, my, my only, you know, the, the only way that he's able to save grace is because I get a lot of things that they don't get. So I let them have, they look the too many moments, lives. you know, and you have to understand in moments like that, that she needed the moment to connect. So I gave them the moment to connect, but I, I did make sure to let him know, Hey, Hey, that look like a one up, fix the one up, but I'm sure he's fixed the one up a million times over at this okay. point. I mean, she, she had to know that she um, can come to daddy. 
Um, uh, I'm sure he's fixed. You know, the one up. At completely this moment, random but, question. Uh oh. It's not bad. Those. It's not bad. Since you guys are well, you two ladies, and you you're I guess you're there now. How do you guys? How did you guys handle the whole dating thing with your daughter? Oh, he's much better than it tonight. Because I I'm going. I, mean, I already know I'm going to struggle with this. I know. It's, I know it's going to happen. I, I I talk to my kid a lot, and we mm-hmm. we joke around a lot. But she knows there's no dating until you know. I I, I deem it's time for you to start dating. Mm-hmm. But uh, any tricks, pointers, advice because. I know I don't want to be bad boys too style, whatever. Some little boy roll up to my house to take my daughter out. But I know I make jokes about it because I feel like it's going to happen mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I can be yeah. like, hey, hey, Corey, here go this dude. Corey, like, man, he's short. See, I already know how, <laughs> you know, I already know how, how this is going to go. And I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be kind of silly. So any advice well, because y'all, y'all well, are ahead of me. So I'm different because I raised. Three boys and a daughter. That's what I'm saying. You have the, so yeah. the daughter didn't date until college. It, <laughs> I didn't tell right. her that. This literally, you don't know my daughter. She know her. My daughter got saved and yeah. filled with the Holy Ghost. And and when she was young, and she found her Christian friends, and they made their own promises to God what they weren't going to do. I offered birth control at twelve right. because I had my first son at sixteen. And so I was thinking that maybe she was, you know, behind my back doing the stuff that I would do as a child. <laughs> right. And so every year on her birthday, we had we laughed about that like two, three days ago. Every year on her birthday, I say, so do you want to get it? <laughs> I'm not doing it. Well, what if we just get it? And then if something happens, you're protected. And yeah. then here's how you use these. And, and But so to answer your question, a couple of things, because the boys on the other hand right. are boys. <laughs> so... What I did for the boys, (laughs) three young men that I raised, um, I was very open and honest Mm -hmm. with my kids. She didn't take the bait and get the birth control and all that. She wasn't interested in that. But for the boys, you know, condoms were purchased. Thank you. So, you know what I'm saying? So, it was the openness, the honesty. I say this. I don't know if it's good parenting or not. We'll ask the counselor. But... (laughs) I set my kids down at an age-appropriate time, right. and I showed them pictures of what could happen if you contact, contract mm-hmm. a venereal disease, mm-hmm. and I let them see portions of how that could look, right. mm-hmm. and on certain parts, mm-hmm. age and gender-appropriate. Mm-hmm. At the time, we had genders. Do just two. We're not yeah. going to talk. We're okay. gonna, we ain't gonna I'm just that. saying at the time. I'm just talking about <laughs> we when, we, when I was raising it in the 90s and the 2000s. I get it. You got me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I showed them mm-hmm. the truth. I'm an advocate of he I and she. I showed them. <laughs> and when they saw some of that, it, it made them understand that we right. didn't have no, we didn't have the deepest conversation with the boys because, again, there was no man. It was just me. So we went as far as they would allow me to go. For They were like, all right, Mom, we get the picture. Yeah. You know? But I believe, because I don't have any grandchildren, I believe that they took those things to heart. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the girl bringing home a boy, she just didn't do that. So right. I, I can't help you on that one. She she got real saved. <laughs> so she really did. <laughs> she really I'm did. Making this up. <laughs> the, she got Melody real used to keep her us first date was in college. Like yeah, that's what's up. The whole the whole dating thing. Let me just say this. I don't I don't do mm. well with the whole I don't boyfriend, girlfriend type stuff, you know. 
Um, but my my oldest daughter, you know, she. I don't know if you want to call it dating or whatever, but you know, she'll say, "Hey, you know, X Y Z, you know, wants to go to the arcades or you know whatever." Oh no! Cool, right? Let's go. All she, together, Dad. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what do you mean? Let's all together. Let's go. <laughs> so. At one point, um, one little boy wanted to hang out with her at the arcades out there at mm-hmm. the Galleria. Gotcha. So, here it is. We pack up the SUV. All of us going. <laughs> right. Because right. he finna date all, all of us. <laughs> I, don't see Listen, pro- I don't see the problem. Um, I don't either. I like so, this. At, at this stage, I'm going to allow you to have your fun mm-hmm. but it's going to be monitored mm-hmm. Amen. it's just as simple um because at at this stage um it's like you know we've already stated it's so much going on yeah and what you don't want to do like we live as adults 10 times longer than we ever live as children and you do not want your children to grow up and learn stuff that they don't need to learn too fast. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know, uh, and even if they have learned it, you don't want them to get rolling too fast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll, I'll say this um, and, and I'll keep it, you know, on a radio level. Thank you. But. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> You know, there are some shirts that you wear and you love them because they fit right. Mm-hmm. And then there's other shirts you don't wash too many times and they don't necessarily fit like they used to do. No shrunk up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them house shirts. Uh, and so. Community shirts. You, yeah, yeah. You know, and them the shirts you start washing the car with. You don't care what you do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. That's what you don't want to <laughs> do is allow them to have so much free time and so much freedom that they become them T-shirts that don't nobody wear no more. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, they wiping up the kitchen floor with it. You know, they done got stuff spilled on the carpet. They done used it for that. You know, they done buffed their glasses and stuff with them. That, that's what it's for now. And so you do not want them to get to the place to where they begin to lose their value mm-hmm. um, to somebody because they have been around the world and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say ran through. Because, <laughs> you know, you're running things through the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> we can say ran so, through. That's okay. So, yeah. you just, I mean, you, you dating at this age, then you date all of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, your okay. only saving grace is probably going to be your prom, but at your prom, I'm coming to pick you up. I see no problem there as well. You know, my, my youngest daughter was like, hey, you know, our eighth grade prom, they go on the IHOP and stuff afterwards. Can I go? No. <laughs> right. No, Absolutely. because right. eighth grade is not a prom; that's a dance. Mm-hmm. So we got to know the differences. Number one, mm-hmm. so <laughs> right, right. number two, in the eighth grade, you're not having an after nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if your your no. dance shut down at ten, no. you, you at you, the house you at, the at house ten seventeen, ten eleven. <laughs> you in the car at ten oh five. I'm telling you. We, I mean, I not, pulled up at nine forty to make sure, <laughs> right, that you didn't even have to walk out and look for me. Yeah, and I did that in high school but you know, until she got to prom. I mean, prom was her night. Yeah. Right, right. They, they all went out and did them, but yeah. Your senior prom, you know, have days. your way, because yeah. you on your way outside the house yeah. now. Let's see. So, <laughs> you, you, you finna go. <laughs> you, you getting ready to go. This yeah. whole um, 
this whole dating thing. Now, Dr. J told y'all some really cute stuff. That's cool. Here's here's the real thing. The real thing is our kids are teenagers. Mm-hmm. And so in the day of iPhone, they talk to their little friends. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They little friends. They little friends. They little friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And me and Dr. J are, are, are very in your business. They can be on the iPhone and we'll go over there and say, who is this? Absolutely. And yes, so and so Absolutely. they are. We are very in their business. Now, I will say um, we are kind of on different spectrums, but it helped with the balance of our house. Right. Yeah. Because uh, because, you know, Dr. J was a boy. He a boy. He, right. He a man now. <laughs> but he was you know, he was a boy. Right. Uh, and, you know, doing boy stuff. Mm-hmm. You understand. I understand. Um, huh? Whereas I we, we talking to the hey, people. Man. Hey, people. hey man, we were having, we were having, oh. we were having a good time. Um, okay, okay. And so he was a boy doing boy stuff, but but I while I don't want the girl now now when the boys start dating, I have to tell you I would be much more lenient. Um, I was in a situation, you know, before I would like to say it's marriage. It wasn't. I was in a situation before um, that had old, you know, where there were older boys, and I was much more lenient. In you know, one of them was a, a star football player, and I was like, hey, you know, that girl just wants you to get her pregnant. Like, like right. I could have open conversations with them. Did I talk to my girls um, about sex? I absolutely did. Oh yeah, absolutely right. Uh, however, the other side to that is because I was able. Today to do to not give him none out through high school, you know, mm-hmm. because there was a, a a safe space correct for us to be in. Then I would like to think that my girls would be able. Now I'm not naive by dumb sh- by a long shot, but I would like to think that they could date um, <laughs> in this safe that. space. What did you say? I, I, I said. I looked at your husband and said, "I heard that." <laughs> but why did just, you say you heard that? Just keep Don't going. Worry about it. We're, we're talking later. Wait till commercial break. Okay, I got it. Um, because I was able to do it, right? I'm not letting but it's it go. Not you're not letting it go. Mm-hmm. Hold on to it. I like it. Um, but I know that's not the way of the world. Whereas, dude, yeah, be like, what time we going? What what we doing? What and my girls be like, Mama, is he for real? Yes, he's here for real. Yes, yes, he he gonna be in all of your business for right. the rest of your life. You know, yeah. go and be with God, like you know, whatever. I'm telling um, you. But you have to allow this healthy balance of them in learning who they were, because y'all, you know, all four of us up here, man. Let's just be honest. We got away with so much stuff that our Absolutely. parents don't ever know about. Absolutely, that our parents, you know, that that our parents don't won't ever ever know about. Um, and we did it, some of it, right up under their roof. And they'll never know. Right house. outside in the front yard. You house. know, and they'll never know. So if your kids want it, listen, they going to get it. Mm-hmm. Whether you able to talk them through it or not, at least if you have shown yourself friendly enough that you can talk them through it, then maybe they won't make a real bad mistake. Uh, yeah. Something I hear you saying, though, is we doing this and parents are doing that. We do need to address the elephant I think that is in the room and that is that there are a lot of parents who are not intentionally parenting their children. Yes. Facts. You are purchasing all the right clothes and their hair and their nails and everything else is perfect but Mm -hmm. you are not intentionally teaching them because Mm -hmm. if you teach them what they need to know that the problem you can say go on because you trust them. Mm-hmm. And and you don't just trust them because you feel like you scared them to death. You trust them because you've had those hard conversations. And I think we're, it's the intentionality of parenting 
that makes this work. You yeah. cannot just have a baby, dress them cute like you do your puppies, body train them, and then just not let them the be in the backyard. That is not the same thing. It is a continually, a continual daily, daily thing. So it's 103 you want degrees outside, today, though. It's too hot to be in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to bring them in the house, and then you got to build them a dog. I'm just playing. But, no, you, you do have to intentionally raise your kids, and I, I see so much of the just they don't i don't even know if the parents know it's neglect but it's neglect to let your baby date somebody and you don't even know who that person is i right. mean it's neglect it's it neglect is very much so. to let your kids just go and hit the streets anymore it's no more staying out to the street light if your kids are out to the street lights at this point unless you live in a very secluded neighborhood in a gated community and all of your neighbors know one another outside of that it's neglect because mm-hmm. these streets tra- trafficking we have, yeah, kids, that, that, that's kids. we have kids that come to school who are in the process and in the midst of traffic, but they're coming to school every day. Are you serious? Wow. That's wow. what I'm trying to explain Ooh. to you. I've seen scary things. We have uh, we have kids who are with child because mm-hmm. they're trafficked, and they're also moving a large amount of drugs in the school. Yeah. Wow. Okay, and they're the go-to person, and everybody knows it. And so while you think this person and the boy with the cute car, the girl with the nice car that's picking up Johnny that looks so clean is turning Johnny or Jill out. And it's not just Mm -hmm. girls being trafficked. There are young men who are being trafficked, too, right in the schools. And the trafficker sends them to school. Wow. So believe me, it's more than just the stuff we are aware of. This stuff is real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's serious. And it starts... And I know we, we might have to go to a segment or something, but it starts okay. with the cyber. So I, I went and got statistics. That's why I went and got these glasses. Um, there was a, a statistic that said that 99% of children in this study. Now, we mm-hmm. know how a study works. It's a sample mm-hmm. of kids. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying 99% of kids in the U.S. have phones. We right. got homeless mm-hmm. babies and everything else that don't. But a lot of them do. But 99% of the kids in this large study had cell phones. Mm-hmm. There were statistics that were saying kids three and four years old, like 20% of them, have their own phone. <laughs> and I know this is true because I have nieces and nephews. And they're true. two and three and four and five with their own phone. Wow. Okay? And so you give your child the, the whole world. Phones are not just Internet. Phones are messaging. Mm-hmm. And people on the Internet, kids, again, we're the adults. We know game. Kids aren't, aren't ready. They don't know all that game. Yeah. So they think they're on Roblox with Cookie Luli mm-hmm. talking to Cookie Luli, and it's right. actually the molester or the right. trafficker. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Cookie Luli is saying, hey, y'all want to go and meet up at Chuck E. Cheese and tell your mom to bring you. And you bring your child to Chuck E. Cheese, and you turn your head, and they're gone. Okay, there are people who are snatching kids in grocery stores. You're walking with your basket. I can't tell you how many people have talked about people coming up to them when they turn their head, grabbing their kid out of the basket. Okay, so we have to be aware that there are dangers because of these devices that we open our kids up to. And I really wanted to talk about that a little bit, thinking about parenting, because I don't think we're taking it seriously enough. Pay that extra 24 or whatever it is a month for Life360 or go get the little key login app. They have apps that you can um, attach without even taking your kid's phone that lets you see their text messages. I understand boundaries and I believe in boundaries and privacy. But if someone is living in your home and you're feeding and clothing and you're responsible for them, without question, you ought to be able to see what's going on. Now, parents don't abuse that privilege. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like being, I don't know, a pastor who gets the privilege of somebody's information. 
you don't abuse that and preach on them every Sunday. Right. It's mm-hmm. their business, right? So it's the same thing as a parent. I know she in this relationship with this person, and this is terrible. I got to be careful that I don't go out of character and reveal that to this baby or that I don't hurt her. Right. Like you said, by taking Junior away, because I right. discern he, by reading your text, I discern that he was not good for you. Right. Okay. That's not how that works. But you have the ability as the parent to check on what your children are doing and saying. Mm-hmm. You can spy. I don't care what anybody say. I'm spying on you if you're under 18 and I'm taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Without question. And you can call it spying or whatever you want. That's what I'm going to do. And I advocate for that because of the dangers that are in the world that they're not aware of. Mm -hmm. They trust so hard Mm -hmm. to be so smart and know everything and everybody. They just trust anything. (laughs) And so it's up to us to be the mama and papa bear and make sure those things are happening. Mm -hmm. So go get Life 360. I'm not not getting paid for that service, but I'm using that as an example of services that are out there. Find the one that you can afford or else maybe you need to get your baby one of those little click uh, flip phones that old people have because all they can do is call (laughs) three numbers. Because if you can't afford it, do what you can afford. Right. Right. And there's nothing wrong. There's no shame in that. You're protecting your child. Call it overprotective all you want. But my goal as a single mom was to get everybody graduated mm-hmm. and off to college. Now, after that, they grown. Whether they stayed, graduated, got the degree, you know, that was really on them. I'm still here. I didn't put them out. I'm still here. But that was my goal. And they got there. Okay? And it can happen. But you have to be intentionally parenting. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. you got to be the mastermind, pinky in the, bear, in the brain. Wasn't mm-hmm. pinky in the brain mm-hmm. yeah. that was taking over the world? It's your house. <laughs> you ought to be pinky cartoon. in the brain in that house. I don't understand this. Uh, I didn't know. I'm looking. I'm t- I have to tell parents this in the in the office. I didn't know she had a phone. She got in a fight, and I took her phone. Well, how did she get on Instagram and bully somebody? Well, because her friend has a burner that she let her use when you took her phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And mama, that's not new because my mama took my phone. I just went and bought another one and plugged it in. <laughs> Y'all parents stop acting brand new. All right. They're going to run games I didn't, like this. I didn't have days. a phone. I just had a bunch of pages. Oh, a bunch yeah, of them. Yeah. A bunch of them. Listen, I just had a bunch of pages, man. Uh, a bunch of colorful ones. I think it was Smart Beat or something like that that <laughs> yeah. hooked me up, man. PageNet. Nine dollars, like oh, man. Yeah. I was, remember PageNet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had PageNet, man. And see, I was, um, I used to play drums for my church. Um, back in high school and stuff junior high and high school so i would use the money that i would get for playing drums on sunday to pay my pager bill and uh my mom and him never really knew i had them uh i had a black one a white one and a clear one i had three of them i had that clear Uh, one yeah Yeah. i used to love them pages man and and uh, anyway change subject Mm. Um, (laughs) come on i really calculate so one was for business one was for the girl listen (laughs) listen, listen, listen. i got two phones but man listen and in all honesty you know you you have to have uh a little spy gate going on Mm -hmm. to make sure because uh i was watching uh youtube and i told you know my wife about it where uh little girl had been doing the exact same thing Mm -hmm. she was texting um this guy that she thought was her age and uh, the little boy was supposed to have been at the house and was inviting her over and so she decided she was going to put her backpack and all that stuff on her sister's car and she was going to walk to the little boy's house because it was nearby but when she got there it wasn't a little boy it was a grown man 
and he wind up locking her in the house for two months, raping her repeatedly until the police was able to track the house down and then get the little girl out. Uh, and so our children, once again, are dealing with stuff that is not necessarily something that we would necessarily think about because they have so many different avenues for these people to try to reach out to our babies. And they got to be smart enough to know, mm-hmm. you know, what uh, they can and cannot do. Listen, I had uh, my son was on, I think it was on, um, I can't remember, um, Discord or something. And um, he was talking to a little girl that was down in Waxahachie who was supposed mm-hmm. to have been a part of their school um, program that they got going on. And uh, so he started getting all these weird messages uh, telling him that, you know, I want to see you die and I'm going to come kill you and I'm going to show up at your house and all this other stuff. And so um, my son got rattled by it. So I took his Discord information and... I worked for the Department of Defense. I went and tracked down the name and found out where they were, realized that they was in uh, Waco and all this other stuff. And so I sent a message back with not only their address, but their IP address and everything else. And I said, play with my kid again if you want to, and it'll be the last time you ever see anything digital in your life. After that, my son never got another message. <laughs> right. Listen, when it come down to my kids, I don't care what you say, po honey on me and help the bear. I'm not playing when it come down to my kids. I like, right. and so, I like that reference. And then the reference. Help the bear. Pull honey on me and help the bear. Because <laughs> I'm coming for you. But I wanted to make sure that my son knew that his daddy had him. Yes. Right. You don't, I, and I tell my boys all the time, um, listen, you don't have to be afraid of nothing as long as you know your daddy is here. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have to be afraid of anything as long as daddy got you. You good. And so creating those areas of reassurance uh, for our children so that they don't feel like uh, the reason why they got to go somewhere else is because they can't get the love they need from our own houses. Mm -hmm. So you got to parent intentionally uh, to make sure. And so I know we got a message and I'll I'll say this. uh, And the message was saying that um, you can't let the church and the the school systems and all that stuff have more time with your children than you do. Um, You got to have, you know, family time. And when I say that, I'm saying that during the school year, Especially when your children are athletes, they got to be at the school early mm-hmm. going in there in the morning. So they at school at seven o'clock. Um, they get out of school at three thirty, four o'clock. They stay in in practice till five thirty. They don't get to the house until six fifteen. By the time you finish homework, getting them something to eat and um, getting in their shower, it's almost bedtime. bedtime. So you don't have yeah. time for family time yeah. because if you do, now you're cutting into their sleep hours, and now you got to get them up at five thirty in the morning so they can get back to school to get back to practice and all this other stuff mm-hmm. at six forty-five, seven o'clock in the morning. And so during the school year, um, they have. You know, from 7 o'clock till 6 o'clock, you know, Monday through Friday. And then Saturdays and stuff like that, they got game time. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to create family time (laughs) when you've got so much going on, especially when you got three kids and one is um, running track. The other one is doing soccer. Another one's doing volleyball. Mm -hmm. Then you got Mm -hmm. basketball. Then you got another one that's like, my God. Basketball year round. It never stops. And so, you know, my little boy, you know, he and. Uh, spring soccer, summer soccer, yeah. fall soccer, yeah. winter. Like, when do soccer stop? <laughs> like, y'all ain't got no off-season. <laughs> we make graduate. Like, no, in college, you still going yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. as my son got older, you know, when he was five, you know, we just played in one place. 
you know, at six and seven, now we all in Kaufman and Red Oak yeah. and Walks mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. all around. You, all around you know, we oh, yeah. traveling now. It's like, my Bill God, like, mm-hmm. like y'all got a schedule like we did in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are we right. doing? So we got to see the hills in Benbrook. Got to be intentional with it. Um, and I, I got another question because I know we're going to have to go real quick um, in, a, in a few minutes. But um, how do you how do you parent your child through difficulties? Um, so many, so many parents are fighting with their children and they're fighting because they have, um, you know, habits or they're fighting with them because Mm -hmm. of their particular thought process or they're fighting with them because there's a divorce that's done happen. And now Mm -hmm. the child is in the Mm -hmm. middle trying to figure out if they supposed to play favorites on one side or the other side, or, uh, how do you, how do you try to parent in those difficult situations, and Rob, I, I'm I'm want to ask you because I know that at some point you had to deal with that. Right. So how do you um, reassure the child or, 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 or affirm them that you're there and that they don't necessarily have to be, you know, torn by it? Right. Uh, well, with that, I'll just say a big give a shout out to her mom because we we were at least on the same page of. There's no we, we don't want you to feel like you have to choose mm-hmm. because we both love you. And and I started to say, especially as she's gotten older, I say, I love you to life. I love you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, I don't care what you do. I mean, I'm agree with it, but I love you forever. And her mom has said the same similar things to her as well. So I think because it, because it happened kind of early, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is kind of all she's kind of known since she's been three. So mm-hmm. I think we've done kind of a really, really good job of just explaining to her like hey there this is not a competition yeah if you ain't feeling me <laughs> you ain't feeling me right now that's fine you want to go to your mom's go to your mom's she said the same thing when go to your dad's cool there's no there's there's not a you don't have to choose anybody because we we, we both love you the same so yeah. that's one thing and also i try to lead more now especially as she's in the eighth grade going into the eighth grade now is uh like we did, we were talking about before, creating a safe space for you just to talk. Mm-hmm. Just say what you got to say. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go off. I may go in here and cuss in the bedroom while you sleep <laughs> or something. Yeah. But I ain't gonna do it in your face. Yeah. I, I try. I, I really try not to do that. Now, have I slipped up? Absolutely. But for the most part, I go. I'll go take my lick in the in the in the bedroom and be done. Yeah. And then come back out and be like, look, man, this is where I'm at. This is why I'm upset. This is what is on my mind. Tell me where you are, mm-hmm. and I, and she'll she'll tell me. And I'm like, well, look, I don't want this to come between us. I'll explain all this to her. Now, does it get to her? Does, does she believe me at the time? Probably not, because <laughs> she's in eighth grade. <laughs> but I at least say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. I'm hoping that she believes me, but you know, I guess time will tell. But that's kind of how I handle, and a lot of prayer, yeah, a lot of prayer. Yeah, like I, I pray a lot, especially when she sleep. I could go in and stand in the, in her bedroom and just look over, mm-hmm. and she's in there just <laughs> out of there. And I'll when just I meet, sometimes I'll just pray. Like you. When you I know? meet, I'm gonna tell her that's what you do. I'm gonna act like I didn't hear what you said. I don't really care. 
I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Like I didn't you. you should be happy. I'm okay with it. Oh, but that, but that's what I. Um, that's, that's you, uh, I didn't do it. No, that, that little meme or TikTok, whatever it was, where the baby was asleep and uh, he woke up and his mama was standing over. I did that. I shut that mama. I haven't done that. I haven't done that, but I'll I'll certainly will pray over my kid. Yeah, you know, and you know, we 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 say all the time that, and I ain't gonna say her name. I'm not gonna give her that kind of credit. That you know, they went to court and took prayer out of school. No, they not no they didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah. Um, you you can't take prayer out of something that didn't originate from the school. Exactly. You know, it originates at home. Right. And so uh, you can't stop me from praying at breakfast and praying in the car on the way to school and praying when they're getting ready to get out mm-hmm. and praying when they're walking in the door. You didn't take prayer out of school. We allowed our schools to stop praying, and so we followed suit. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but that's not necessarily the case. And so, Dr. Joy, you know how, um, from your level of expertise, I can <laughs> yeah. say this. She is uh, a doctor. You know, how, <laughs> how do you create a, uh, a way to be able to uh, minister to the child through difficulties? I, I would say you lead with love first. And, and I know that sounds, oh, cliche, but no, really. What What is it that you know that this person needs, this human being? Mm-hmm. What would be the loving thing to do in this situation? And that starts with adult behavior. Mm-hmm. The best thing that you can do for your child is to get a relationship with God yourself and seek discipline and whether you don't believe in God or whatever I don't know how you do that but if you don't you at least got to seek personal discipline and moral character and you have to make sure that you're living that and modeling that and I think if you get yourself together Mm -hmm. every time I was together I was the better parent Mm. you know the kids would even notice whenever mama had it together life was going good Mm -hmm. for all of us yeah you know what I mean it wasn't happy wife, happy mama, happy life. <laughs> okay, and so as moms and dads, we have to make sure that we are working on ourselves. We need to go ahead and get our therapy because the things you learn in therapy, and I'm a witness, I can take that stuff home and mm-hmm. use it. The things that I learn, um, you know, the coping mechanisms and those type of things, I can share those with my kids. And I think when, when, when the young folks say gentle parenting, we joke about it, but that's all they mean. The things that they learned in therapy, the boundary setting, the the loving, being loving to yourself, all those things that they've learned, mm-hmm. they're passing those things on and giving those to their kids. Yeah. See, your daughters and sons will talk to their children because that's what was modeled before them. Right. Mm-hmm. Your daughter will jack her child up. It's gonna maybe a boy. She's gonna <laughs> pick him up like I had to do. Get your life right. Right. And then love him to pe- love him to life. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's what you're modeling. So I think in difficult times, the best thing and first thing you have to do is get your emotional regulation together so you can help this child with love. We mess up because we get our emotions in the way of what they're going through. Teachers do this. You the teachers who go snatch up a phone and we know that children have a mental addiction to their phones. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have had to counsel teachers that hey don't take their phones. If he's on his phone, he won't give it back. 
Call us. Let us have a conversation. But don't you have that fight. And I think as parents, we'll do that. We'll jump right in the fight. And why are we fighting our babies? Let's not do that. Let's step back and emotionally regulate and then come at them in the right way. Then you'll get creative. And it's that those creative parenting ideas. Oh, man, those work. I was trying to share one with her about something. I don't know if she tried it. But that's that creative parenting, that's what keeps the smiles on the face. Mm-hmm. Mom, remember that time you had the chart char- up on the wall with the chalk? <laughs> and we all had to chart our chalk? We had to do because everybody going to share these dishes. You know what I mean? So just in those hard times. Regulate yourself first. Get the therapy you need first. Take care of yourself as an adult. And I'm saying first, but you're going to have to do it while right, you're right. loving mm. this baby. So go get, like you said, go in a room and regulate. Come back out and love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stop being so quick to be defensive yes. as a parent. Because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times we take things to heart and we automatically assume um, that they're ungratefulness uh, is because we you know been doing all of this and now you want to stop being so defensive yeah. and we got to be able to hear 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 them out so that we can hear where they are because truth of the matter is um, we we parent sometimes the same way we operate in our relationships mm-hmm. oh god you know you can't have a conversation with the person that you say that you love because you're not hearing them as in trying to figure out where they're coming from, you're only listening so that you can respond rightly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now that you done said it, I... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What's that, Tupac? I'm glad y'all said it all. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but you got to be, be better at listening so that you can uh, find the right words to say and how to do and what to do. Coach Nick, mm-hmm. got a question. Okay. Because we got two minutes. I think he just told me that to make sure I stay on test. What's the question? <laughs> it's probably the truth. I know. I know it works. <laughs> What's the question? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in in being completely honest mm-hmm. and looking at just the girls, uh, mm-hmm. our daughters, mm-hmm. um, can you see a difference in them now than what you had with them, let's say, five years ago? Oh, absolutely. Yes, without even thinking. Absolutely. Um, and the reason why I asked that was because in creating a uh, a stable environment for them, and not mm-hmm. necessarily saying that you didn't create that as a single uh, mother, but what you were creating as a single mother um, was not necessarily received on their end um, with the stability, especially with um, having the disconnect with the whole father situation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because what they were looking for, there was nothing you were going to be able to do to provide it. And right. so now that that has been provided, you mm-hmm. know, it makes a difference. Well, that um, y- you'll find in homes and in, in I. I know you can attest to this. You'll find in homes that kids become resentful um, because they'll blame the, the parent that's there. And so it doesn't matter really what you do. Um, and you're right about the not being able uh, mm-hmm. to provide the whole thing. You know, up until probably last year, every year around Father's Day, there was this cycle of. And I would make a post and say, man, my kid here again where I can't help him and now I want to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, 
Um, and so the, the, there is, with kids, there is a fear they have of um, failing their father that they'll never have with their mom. And so now there is a balance with the girls because now they have this father that there is, there is a fear of feeling. You know, like with me is, you know, mama, um, you know, that's just mama. You know, they, they've said that to me. Your nieces are retarded. Um, that, that's, just, <laughs> that, that's just mama. But then with you, it's a man. I can't let him down. And I can identify with that because that's how I am with my daddy. You know, mm -hmm. says shame is that's just mama, but brother Duck, I'm not gonna let him down. So that's why he don't know nothing. You know, <laughs> right, I plead, I plead we the really blood. Get our um, because we did, we, we did. really did. Um, and so, so to say what their change is, I'm smart enough to know that their change is now. Naraya grew up, um, and I'm gonna take thirty more seconds because I got to say something before we go. Naraya right. grew up, and in the beginning of her life. We were in the house with him. Mm -hmm. Nadia didn't have him at all before she was three months old. We were split. Mm -hmm. And so Naraya knew from a very early age that this is uneven and there should be a man in the house. Nadia realized that probably around the second grade, I started having these issues because you now see men bringing kids to school and when there's daddy with donuts my daddy going but your cafeteria is full of men and you like is this really life you know so there starts to be that riff um but you give them balance and you do really good at that um and you 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 give them this sense of man i gotta put it together because i can't get them kids will ride with him and tell him all their business Good. And and won't tell me a nothing, and I don't care because as long as one of us knows, what <laughs> they won't they won't they will tell him all they business, and yeah, they I be, and, and don't tell me a one thing. But it's okay because I know that who I'm with, I can trust that they're getting them right. I got to say this really quick before we get off of the air, um, parents. Let's be careful and let's be found guilty of making sure that we invest more times in our children than we do anywhere else. Um, and, you know, I see it so many times. I see it in pastors in the church. I see it in um, I see it in, in, in entrepreneurs that are trying to make sure that they build something for their children. Um, I see it in 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 um, those who have a job and they're working for somebody else and they have. Meanwhile, our children are lost by the wayside. And it's so sad to say. Um, but oftentimes we are dragging children to church that we have no connection with and we want them to connect to a God that we have connected with, but we never took the time to connect with them. And so they rebelling, they fighting against all of it because they like, listen, if this is what has taken you away from me, you can forget it. Yeah, I don't mm. I don't I, I don't I don't want your God that has to take you away from everybody. Um, and I don't say that being funny, but I see a lot of children that are being dropped by the wayside. Um, and hear me, because when I say this, I have to give my disclaimer. I love the Lord. I love his church. I believe in God. God listen, he is the way. Now, I know we listen to a, a, a lot of people. We have a lot of different viewers from a lot of different countries. And I'm not trying to change who you are, but I'm saying as for me and my house. Um, now, uh, and in saying that, we are losing children by the droves by way of the church because we never stop to make sure. That's one thing that I that I admired and didn't understand about Dr. J because before 
with me and the girls. I spent all my time at the church. They would be at church with me on Saturdays. I I would have to make hospital visits. They would be blah, blah, blah. So what I knew, and then we take this long break because like you said, we, we get free. So then we take this long break and then we're back in it. Well, when we came back in it, I went back in it saying, but it's ministry, 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 ministry. My girls know we just got to go to church. And he was saying, babe, we're not going to that service. We do. It's us and these kids today. Amen. You know, and, we, and I'm like, what, are you crazy? Because I, for me, it was one extreme or the other extreme. Ministry, 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 ministry. But it allowed them the time to begin to open up and just enjoy. Um, I made a post the other day that just said, "Man, this week Father's Day weekend." As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. we didn't. We we didn't. It, if somebody had a problem, they had to call Jesus. We didn't go nowhere else. <laughs> they, you know, you know, you know. God bless their soul. Uh, and I mean it, just like I said it. Um, I'm not taking respect. it back. Um, <laughs> with all you due know, respect. Call, listen, call <laughs> Jesus and then Tuesday we'll call and see what Jesus said. Because oh you have God. to learn to take that time because your children have to know that above anything else. And I say the church because we are the church. But, but above anything else, wherever you are, your kids have to be safe enough to know that, man, if, man. if I call, <clears throat> mama coming. If I call, daddy coming. Exactly. We, we got to go. But oh, I'm, we got to go. Yeah, you took seven minutes instead of two. Well, I had something else to say. No, nah, you like the remarks at the funeral. You just take your way. Just go and do what you're going to say and <laughs> sing your verse. Well, don't but, give me the mic. <laughs> but listen, um, my wife got so mad at me one time, she sent me a text message. <laughs> because somebody had an event going on, and they wanted me to come pour into the brothers, but my son had a soccer game. And I'm like... If it's going to take me away from my son's soccer game, I'm not going. Period. Now, if they still there after the soccer game, I'm on my way. Right. And she was like, I don't understand. If God is opening doors and doing this, I don't care. You know, the men, men God is good. But, but I'm not going to leave my son to be cheered on by other people for me to go and pour into other folks mm -hmm. not gonna do it so I, I i gotta be there no matter what I don't, I don't care if, it's, it, if it is little league and the game don't really count i mm -hmm. don't care he counts i'm mm -hmm. with you and Amen. so because my children count i gotta make sure that i make my time with them count so real quick before huh you did that on here did what Mm -hmm. No, I just, you know, we helping just people. Just do, do what you're going to do. We helping people. I know. <laughs> I got away with it. Listen, so <laughs> I want people, if they want to reach out to you guys, how can they reach out to you, Dr. Joy? Um, well, they can go to um, joyaveryrealestate.com. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> 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 or <laughs> at... <laughs> I can't, I can't take him serious. I can't take him serious. I can't take him serious. I had to put that in there. I'm sorry. Rob, how can they find you? I'm just on Facebook, regular person. I need to get my first and last name too or no? I mean, how they going to find Okay, you? well, Robert Bridges on Facebook and what am I on uh, IG? Oh, Rob Beezy for Sheezy. For real? Yeah. How you spell? Uh, underscore it. We'll talk later. Uh. <laughs> so, I want everybody to know, listen, uh, <laughs> if you've got something going on and you think that you could benefit from reaching out to anybody up here, 
uh, to help you out with your child or your children, mm -hmm. then feel free to reach out to us. You know, hit our inboxes up or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll do everything that we can to make sure that we can be of the assistance that is needed. And if we can't help you, we guarantee you we'll point you in the right direction. All right. Well, that's all for tonight. Thank you guys for listening. This is Dr. J. And Coach Nick. His, <laughs> his co-host that didn't really co tonight. You didn't co? No. All right. Anyway, so thank you. Listen, we got another great show lined up for you guys <laughs> on next Monday. Free to be you. You are free to be who God has called you to be. Live life to the fullest and on purpose. It's by design. I got something to say. Okay, what were you going to say? Y'all have a good night. We'll see y'all next Monday. That's what I had to say. See how she played too much? <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>